to my Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the To My Left Insert Topic podcast. It's a blazing June Sunday evening today and I'm sat here with my five friends, well, Apples is late, uh, to talk the usual bullshits we do on a Sunday evening for the next couple of hours. I'm now using my new DJ voice. <laughs> Sounds a bit weird, I don't know why. <laughs> Hello! Hey! Not off. <laughs> anyway, so yes, welcome to the programme everybody. We're now in episode 7, which is Mission to Moscow usually, isn't it? Or whatever, on episode 7. And uh, I'm here, my name's Jonesy, I'm here with Big Phil. Hello, howdy. I'm here with Miguel. Well, Miguel was here at one point. Uh, and I'm here with the ever-dependable Tommy Linda. Greetings! Uh, Greetings, dear listener. And, and uh, Apples will dear be joining listener. us at some point, although we did report that he gave up his gluten fasting on holiday. So there's a fair chance he'll be coming in with reports of bum vomit shortly. Anyway. Weather so, report. Yeah. <laughs> nice baseline bit there, Tommy. Shitting forecast. Hey! Hey! <laughs> damn it! That's so much better. Baseline. That's gotta get a baseline. <laughs> the, the shitting <laughs> forecast with Apple's porter. <laughs> anyway, as we start us off in every episode, what are we drinking, guys? Miguel? Miguel's still not with us. Big Phil? <laughs> Still not with us. I'm drinking, uh, again, the little Hatherwood Brewery. I think I've worked my way through it all now. Um, now my last one, the Gnarly Fox Lager. Very quaffable. Quaffable, eh? That sounds good. Yeah. Tommy? I'm good. so excited for next time to see what you get next time, Phil. Yeah. going to have to buy something. He's tense. Are you going to move to, like, Aldi after that? Uh, well, yeah, actually, there's been some very serious supermarket discussions within the Cockrum Chitty household about what uh, supermarket we're going to use, and I think we're changing to Aldi, yeah. Oh, is the wedding still on, though? Shit. The wedding's still on. We're not getting married to Little. We never were getting married to Little. We're just a bit disappointed in their fruit selection at the moment, so we're uh, switching supermarket. Big news! Supermarket Wars. Oh, is well, it slightly because of my Aldi purchase of the week? Is that <laughs> yes, why? Um, Tom does such good uh, advertisement for... Uh, that was, was that American? No, what happened there? Um, for Aldi, I thought we'd uh, switch over because uh, I'm looking forward to the, when they're doing their next um, window decondenser Hoover thing. Nice. Sorry, uh, back to the drinks. <laughs> That's okay, no problems. I thought there was a joke about wedding supermarkets and bags for life in there somewhere, but you know, just put it all in order and see how you get on. <laughs> <laughs> build your own drink. Yeah, build your own drink. Here's, Here's, drink. Yeah. Here's the ingredients. Here's the comp- yeah, Bewley, you can find a joke in there and email the show, right? <laughs> yeah. We're not capable of coming up with our own, so we're just going to give you the some parts and the listeners will have to come up with their own yeah. punchlines. It's like an air, <laughs> air fix joke kit. <laughs> you get all the components. <laughs> no instructions. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm definitely a wing. <laughs> You're definitely a what? Wing. <laughs> uh, surely you'll be the cockpit. Oh, oh no, I'm more likely to be the glue. Oh. 
Manglu. Manglu. <laughs> Miguel, what are you drinking, pal? Um, I'm having a posh glass of 2010 Cote de Rhone. I would quote the vineyard, but I can't remember. And I'm being unsociable and standing by the Wi-Fi router. <laughs> Fair enough. Good, good, good. Good, good. Tommy? I'm at my, par- uh, my, my girlfriend's parents' house. Um, Your girlfriend? And they're all having a, a lovely summer's evening um, on the patio dinner. Uh, we're finished, so it's all right. I'm not being that unsociable. Um, but I'm getting a slightly better connection standing <laughs> by the room. Tommy? Oh, sorry. Thomas, the school teacher with no surname. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Damn it. Uh, yeah. I'm having a uh, bath ale. I'm having a gem. Oh, good choice. Love it. Very nice it is, too. A bath. Oh. Three stars. Oh, as in from the region of Bath, not it was brewed in your bath. Yeah, no, I made it in my bath. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it is four parts bath water, six parts ethanol. <laughs> Stir it together. Fair play. Stir it together and you get the southwest fine. It's pretty murky. Yeah, it does look pretty murky now, Jesus you said that. <laughs> Well, I am drinking uh, a nice red wine from uh, the Vineyard Vodafone, and this is called the, Sh- the Chateau Vodafone. Chateau Vodafone. <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke from the Twelfth Man. <laughs> Apologies. I, uh, yeah, I'm sure I've heard that one. <laughs> Borrowed material from a different podcast, isn't that from? <laughs> no, it's from a yeah. 1980s cricket tape in Australia. To be fair, it's not even a podcast. <laughs> Uh, Old school podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, we would have been. Yeah. Apparently, it's not PC to constantly pretend to be Bill Marie, and that's a piece of terribly sad. I had my way, let's just say that every day they display a large array of his cachet like ground eggs crouched. Right, so Apples is still not joining <laughs> us. So it's. Uh... I know Apples will be pissed off because it's his favourite section of the show. It's the uh, villain or the enemy of the podcast. So I'll start that again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go too much further. Yeah. I remember last time I set up a blog. Oh, yes. So this, um, I, I just wanted to check, could the dear listeners get back to me and email me? What is the address of the blog? Because I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> So, listeners, if you're listening carefully, can you email me with the address of the vlog? Because I've completely forgotten what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, Bewley, <laughs> would you mind listening back to episode six and telling us what? Oh, yeah, I can't be asked to listen through that shit. No, we're, we're not we're narcissistic. We don't listen to ourselves. Christ almighty. Yeah, don't even edit it. It just goes straight out. So who's going first with their enemy of the podcast nomination? Can I nominate not me to go first? Because I haven't thought I'm Jump straight in and say the year 2016. Mm. Strong shout. Strong shout. Mm-hmm. There's a cow. There's a cow. There's a cow somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cow with a accent. <laughs> Did I move slightly then? <laughs> I apologise. Um, it's because of the price of milk in 2016, <laughs> and for that reason, we should break it. <laughs> Is that genuine your reason, Nick? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think he was doing a cow, a dairy pun there. So. All right. 
Is it because of all the dead people? Yes. Surely. Yeah. The zombies. Yeah. Well, at least they, if they come back, then that'd be cool. But no, not even. Or not yet. Um, yeah, so because they've died but not come back as zombies, uh, the year 2016 to date is shit. And it's the enemy of the podcast for me. Okay. So who out of all the losses in 2016 has hurt you the most? Ooh. Gonna hear a list. It's it's pretty pretty like recent. Um but no, yes, hit me with a list. Okay, where wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm finding it. <laughs> yeah. It's on the date. Jody's still for time. Jody's still for time. Cow impression. Cow impression. Um Bowie, Rickman. Carla Lane. Who's Carla Prince. Lane? What? Who's Carla Lane? Amy Winehouse. From the Liver Birds. <laughs> Amy Winehouse only died this year, but yeah. Get that one quiet. Gandhi. <laughs> Malcolm X. Well, I'm getting a cheery. Jesus. Advert. Victoria Wood. David Guest. Ah, oh, Victoria Wood. Denise Robertson. Denise, Denise Robertson. I didn't know she died. Ronnie Corbett. No, David Guest, not David Guetta. <laughs> I wish he did. <laughs> Tony Warren. Frank Kelly. Oh. Father, <laughs> uh, Father Jack. Oh, yeah. Terry Wogan. Oh. Alan Rickman. I love that Father Tony Jack Warren. outlived Father Ted. I know, yeah. That's all the Daily Mirror is interested in. Well... Well, I've got a very loud Cheerios advert going on when I pressed on that. <laughs> you do. So you, you got Bowie, Lemmy, Victoria Wood, Alan Rickman, Terry Wogan, uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Victoria Wood. Victoria Wood is your biggest loss. Yeah. Corbett? No. Corbett. Nah. I was never a Corbett fan, weirdly. No, nor me. I never really liked the two Ronnies at all. Whoa, oh, scathing. Whoa, whoa. Oh, four candles. Four candles. Four candles. Eh, it's all right. Four candles, mate. It's all right. Four candles. That's your That's mouth. A brilliant sketch. It's a brilliant sketch. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just a sketch. I'd actually say, uh, well, I I need to listen to more Bowie, but what I know I like. Um, Prince, I was never likes. that pretty. I know... Never really that fussed with Prince, but I can see why he was such a big influence on so many people. Um, I didn't realise he'd yeah. written so many songs. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of 80s one-hit wonders were literally written by Prince, who was just giving songs away to people, the same way Bowie did in the yeah. 70s. Or so. Like, um, I always... Uh, I don't know, just because... We like sport. I always find it sad when sportsmen die. So Ali is definitely up there as well. Yeah. So, I, I I didn't yeah. want to say Ali because it was the most recent. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think Prince actually, wrote was... the Ronnie Corbett sketch as well. He wrote the Four Candles sketch. Good <laughs> <laughs> story. I think with all the uh, quotes that have come out about what Muhammad Ali said, and you're like, oh yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty much a genius, really, in some of the things he's said. Being good at sport, clever, like, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Did you hear that thing? Did anybody see that thing about his daughter said that all his organs failed but his heart carried on beating for 30 minutes or something like that? That's quite poetic, isn't it? And then, yeah, they were like, uh, she said something like, uh, his heart kept beating for 30 minutes, shows the strength of his spirit and will to keep on going or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It was quite poetic in a way. Yeah, it's good. But, yeah, I think he was a legend. Yeah, I like quote no, from, he did... Sports Personality of the Year of the Millennium when he got up to of the yeah to pick up his award of the century, yeah. and he said, "I'm thinking of coming out of retirement." <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> you, um, I also read, I heard on a podcast like a year or so ago that he actually once did a um, a whole album of like slam poetry as well, and it got to like number one or something. It's like they did yes. all these things. Just yeah, he, yeah. He was, all-round sort of bit of a genius, really. But, yeah, anyway. I'll put a link on the blog to that. Okay, that'd be lovely, yeah. If we can find out what the blog address is. Yeah. Then that'll be fun. Superb. So 2016 is Mig's Enemy of the Week. Enemy of the Podcast. Yep. Enemy of the Podcast. Phil, have you sort of the one yet, or should we go to straight to Tommy? Uh, go straight to Tommy. Okay. Where are the actions at? Uh, right, my one... I often come from an angle of envy, as with Avicii and last week's nomination, Philip. Uh, <laughs> um, pure envy, both times. So this one is, uh, my nomination is for Leonardo DiCaprio. Because, um, did you hear, apparently he went to pick up an environmental award, award for being an advocate of, um, for the environment. And he got a private jet from New York to Cannes to pick up his award and then went back the same day on his private jet, <laughs> which, which I thought was quite funny to pick up an, uh, a, a prize for an environmental award flying uh, across the Atlantic twice in one day. I thought it was kind of a uh, fuck you guys. Yeah, that's kind of, it's the irony. Which of, takes balls. It does. It does very much so. It's the irony of all these And a private jet. Yeah. Um, DiCaprio is a pimp. Just like me. <laughs> You're both enemies of the podcast. <laughs> you are. That <laughs> That's <enemy>. true. <laughs> Damn it. Well, hang on. Tommy's not getting DiCaprio in like that. I don't think, yeah. I don't yeah, think DiCaprio's true. ever... He's a good actor now, but I don't think he was that brilliant an actor when he was a kid kind of thing. He's sort of grown into being an actor. I I really like what yeah. he's eating. I agree. I've, I've always thought he was don't an like actor. It. Really? I, I don't know. Sometimes when he tries to play like the alpha male, he's too short for that. It looks a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, Tom Cruise playing fucking, what's his name? It's just ridiculous. Uh, Jack Reacher. Fucking uh, yeah, yeah. I watched that the other day. I actually, I, I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out. But the, the thing that annoyed me the whole, through, the whole way through, because I do like Lee Child's books, was... Yeah. The fact that he wasn't six foot three and blonde and two hundred and thirty pounds, he was Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's meant like, to be like, on boxes punching people. Yeah, he's meant to be like a white loofer kind of thing. He's meant to be a huge yeah. kind of dude, isn't he? And it's someone shorter yeah, than Tommy yeah. playing it. It don't make any sense. It's silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy, great Jack Reacher. I'm just wondering. <laughs> um, Tommy is Jack Reacher. <laughs> oh hello. Can't quite reach her. 
Uh, I'm going to go for my enemy of the podcast. It's actually a part, it's a couple, so I think they're technically still married. Uh, and it might actually technically be last week, but still. Uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh my Ooh. God. Fucking vapid, horrible, stupid, just everything that's wrong with sort of celebrity culture at the moment. I just. Um, yeah, just everything wrong that's celebrity culture, you know, the fact that they the fact that they thought they could take their dogs to Australia um, and then get in a verbal spat with politicians because they're obviously very arrogant to think that they the rules don't apply to them. And then this whole thing, John did Johnny Depp punch Amber Heard with a bruise that disappeared within sort of five hours and she walks out of the divorce court, uh, the divorce lawyer's like office, like laughing and joking with a mate. And you're like yeah, they're just fame hungry. I don't, and I don't even like. Well, I can't even think of a Johnny Depp film that I actually like. I mean, I'm sure there is some good ones, but he's still an asshole. And Amber Heard used to be hot, and now she's uh, just doesn't look as hot as she used to be as well. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Jonesy, Jonesy uh, reacted to the Johnny Depp comment there. <laughs> Johnny Depp's a good actor. He's been in some good films. He hasn't done much re- good recently, but he's superb in the first Pirates of the Caribbean. You forget how good he, that was. I think he got well, diluted he's, he's by being superb all... in all of them. Huh? Yeah, sorry, yeah, no, that's Superb true. in all of them, but the films are shit. Yeah. I think he gets diluted by all those shit Tim Burton movies as well. Fuck me there. I just get so bored with them now. Like, all right, Edward Scissorhands and all the early ones were quite good, but then when they started just bringing out another, like, Mad Hatter one or whatever, I was just like, I'm bored with this now. But, <laughs> was... yeah. Fair enough. I was Tim Burton... Yeah, all right, I don't know. Do you not? Do you disagree with the Tim Burton films thing, Jonesy? Because you keep making expressions. No, 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 <laughs> I'm not a massive Tim Burton fan. You know, if people like that kind of gothic, Morrissey, Smith, shoegazing shit, then that's up to them, that's fine. But it, it's not particularly for me, that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I would say that Johnny Depp's a better actor than Leonardo DiCaprio. By more. I think, you know, lots of people can d- play the Leonardo DiCaprio roles where Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp. He's, he's mm. what he is, if you know what I mean. But I was watching him. Uh, what was I watching? Oh, Graham Norton a few weeks ago. They had on the X-Men uh, cast which is not really my fancy either, but uh, there was like James McElvoy and uh, I think Jack Whitehall was on it and the girl at the Hunger Games, I can never remember her name, the blonde-haired lass. Jennifer Lawrence. That's the one. And they were having a whale of a time and they've obviously had a few beers and stuff like that and they were like having a right giggle and it was really, really fun and then they brought on Johnny Depp halfway through and he just, like a vacuum for charisma. I always thought he was quite a charismatic guy but he just came and was like, yeah, I am Johnny Depp, yeah. And like everyone just shut up, and it was just like you would never thought inviting Johnny Depp round would ruin the party. <laughs> but he, he absolutely oh. was like, "Turn the music down, let's listen to me," kind of chaps, which was really yeah. disappointing. I think, yeah, I think he's pretty arrogant. That's why he's my enemy of the podcast because yeah. I don't really I like, like people. That... It, I like just, that the podcast is full of advice you mentioned for our dear couple. listener. Don't invite oh, Johnny on. Depp round. Yeah, don't invite Johnny Depp out to a party. But are, are you are you singling out Johnny Depp, or are you you doing the couple? Just like them as a couple, because before Amber Heard was with Johnny Depp, she was really hot. You know, you weren't really sure if she liked ladies or men or both at the same time and stuff like that. And then she married Johnny Depp and made Ghost Rider, and now shit. So yeah, <laughs> it wasn't Ghost Rider? It was Drive Angry, wasn't it? 
Sorry, you yeah. Don't wrong oh. did, I, did, I, did I get Nick the wrong Cage Cage <laughs> <laughs> You've been Nick Cage. I, I was going to say I was uh, James's Patsy there. I was James's Patsy. <laughs> <laughs> Right, my enemy of the week is, as in the same way as Miguel, more of a concept or not a singular, but football fans this week is my enemy of the week podcast. It's surprising, given the political climate and stuff, how much football hooliganism there has been in the last month isn't getting picked upon by the media as much as it should be. It's just like, oh, there was scuffles there, there was scuffles here. There was the Millwall fans in the Wembley Stadium there was the Liverpool fans in Basel and they were blaming there not being enough stewards. What the fuck? Not enough stewards and not enough segregation. It was like, there should be more, you know, a game of rugby, game of cricket, everyone can sit with each other, with a beer and have a good time. The Sun were banging on about saying that, oh, it's an outrage that England fans aren't allowed to have a beer in France during the European Championships. Fucking damn fucking right, because every time we have a... A major championships in Europe, there's always trouble. Well, nine times out of ten, always trouble with England fans. And I bet my bottom dollar that there'll be bloody trouble this this year down in France and they'll be kicking off again. Banning alcohol for 12, 24 hours around some town ain't going to make a difference because every Englishman, as soon as they get to Calais, either way, fills their fucking boot up with wine and booze anyway. <laughs> so what's the bloody yeah. That's That's not actually the full story about that alcohol ban as well. They're, they're literally like, we're banning alcohol because the town is so small, it can't take the influx of people. So go to the two bigger towns nearby rather than coming to this town and drinking. So they put the alcohol ban in. like, okay. And it's been blown up as this whole... We don't want England fans drunk, so we're banning alcohol. No, they're being encouraged by the organisers to go to the other towns and watch it. I can't remember the towns in question now, um, but that's. I think it's been a bit one of these media blow-ups about... Yeah, the media... Yeah. I think 10 years ago, the media would vilify these, you know, make make a big thing about these scuffles and these arrests and people kicking off. But for, I think in the light of Hillsborough or whatever... They're not banging on about that. They're having a go. At, there's so much going on with the establishment and Brexit and all the EU kind of shit and stuff like that, that they're not really making, you know, highlighting the fact of this. We're sort of brushing it under the carpet. But I think it will kick off again this summer. Mm. And that, that's my point, because Rugby World Cup, Cricket World Cup, Olympics, everyone's good as gold. Why with football are they allowed to be so violent? Yeah. You know, I, lo- you know, yeah. I like I want football. it to be like the great. Rugby World Cup. Where the players are the embarrassment. So let's have a vote on it then. Who who's the enemy of the podcast? Should we remind everyone what the individuals yeah. are? We will. So we've got uh, Miguel with uh, 2016 as a year. We've got Jonesy with football hooligans. We've got Tommy uh, with. I was going to say Tom Cruise, but it's not, is it? <laughs> it's Leonardo, a fairly half-assed effort with Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, and I was going with who did I go? Johnny with? Depp and Amber Heard. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, brilliant. Yeah, it was a good one. Like that. I, I, w- I would like to argue that 2016 is only 40% gone, so 45% gone so far. So the next 55, you know, the next six months, no one could die. At all, so it might be okay. 
That's it. It's all right those other people died because no one died for the rest of the year. Or only people we don't like (laughs) died. (laughs) Like like Donald Trump and Boris Johnson, they died and we're like, oh, that's great. Thank God. Move on. I can't wait for Boris Johnson to go. Fuck him. Right. Um, Sorry. (laughs) You're going to fuck him once again. (laughs) (laughs) You ballard. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, issue. Um... All right, I'm voting for um, football hooligans. Okay, Mig? Seconded. Tommy? Uh, 2016. Don't care what anyone says, he's a bastard. Okay, so <laughs> if I vote for Johnny Depp and Thor Heard, mine goes through. <laughs> because we've got two for football hooligans. And I quite like the irony of that the day Apple doesn't turn up for the podcast, we put football hooligans into the enemy of the week podcast. <laughs> Speak your mind, lads. Yeah. Sorry, Jonesy, I didn't quite hear what you went for, sorry. I'm going for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Uh, okay, so football hooligans is in. Football hooligans. In the podcast. Welcome into the group. Yeah. Just, uh, just for um democratic sakes uh what do we think apples would have gone for uh, <laughs> i should do who cares he's boobs. not here he doesn't get he doesn't get a vote <laughs> all right <laughs> so for democratic votes we are denying apples a vote yeah, right. stay, 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 stay. <laughs> well you know if you don't turn up on the day you don't get to vote there you go yeah true well, so you need to win mig you're not playing your game now have you retired your game uh, well, no, the game's still happening, and you're doing really well, actually. I'm quite impressed. Uh, you're currently on two. Am I on two? Oh, Fair play. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you're finding different crutches to, to sort of interlace from one end to another. Um, but yeah, you've only said it twice. Uh, so what does everyone think, or how many times do people think Jonesy's going to say, fair play? I oh, know. I oh, know. Fair play or fair enough? Fair play, I fair think enough. it was. Was it fair enough? I can't remember. I think it was both. Or was it just the word fair? I, I think that's fair. <laughs> I love how Miguel's forgot his own game. <laughs> <laughs> we professionally run out of it. Maybe I don't write the rules, I just don't <laughs> Classic Miguel. Um, I'm going to go for 11. Ooh. I think I've gone too high, actually. Oh. Thomas? Uh, one. I'm gonna say he's gonna say it minus one more times. Minus one more times. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, say. Jonesy, how many times? I'm gonna say twelve. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with five. Ooh. Five. <laughs> you were five. I think it's gonna be five. Alright. Um, so I came here to drink milk and kick ass. Um, <laughs> no, last week, you only said it seven times. Okay. And um, yeah, that was really low. And and you actually got the right number. Um, yeah. So yeah, yourself yeah. at your own game. Um, <laughs> Fix. Fix. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with five. So did Tom just shout dicks out really loud? <laughs> yeah. Dicks! <laughs> Does anybody know why? Not a clue. Not a Fix. Clue. Right. I'll fix. I'm going to kick us off with my topic, which I think is a good one this week. <laughs> Self-appointed. I know, it does make a change. Very much so. 
with the age of like Spotify and you know music which is very more obtainable it's not like going to the shops and buying a cd or taping someone else's out what would you recommend as a bit of a an out not like a mainstream kind of album or band or artist to each other uh which is a bit more left field if you know what i mean so you can't just recommend taylor swift's album for instance but, so that's my Good topic album. today for everybody what was the question sorry so if you <laughs> could recommend like an artist or an album of something which you think you like but you don't not sure if anyone else has heard of what would that album or artist be because you've got things like spotify so people can just go oh i'm going to listen to that on the way to work to- uh, tomorrow because it was recommended by tommy oh i'll listen to this spanish thing that miguel's recommended that kind of the bullfighting blues or whatever. <laughs> yes, our, our equivalent of cowboy music, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cashio. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny De Niro. <laughs> so, for instance, I would recommend, which I would listen to Spotify at the moment, there's a guy called Steve Earle. I don't know if anyone's heard of him. He's like a, like a country singer. But uh, he's... He's got an album called Transcendent Blues, which is really, really good. So I would recommend Steve Earle. It's very, very good. He was in The Wire and stuff. He played Bubbles' sponsor, but he's actually a musician. But uh, no, he's very, very good. And he's my, like, what would be one of, like, a left field recommendation. Does it have to be recent? No, 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 no. He's not recent at all. The guy's in his 50s and stuff like that. Yeah, as obscure, the the better. Bill, are you Googling stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember an album of like, I can't remember what the, um, yeah, I'm trying to remember what the album's called. Who's the artist, Sorry. Phil? I'm trying to remember that too. So the <laughs> punk band that I used to listen to, like, well, there's a few, because I used to listen to like random ass punk stuff when I was a kid, but... There was a band from Birmingham, uh, from Birmingham of all places, and there was a band called Fast. They used to do um, ska punk, uh, uh, Fast spelled F-A-R-S-E, and uh, the album. <laughs> the album is. Can't find the album. Come back to me on the album, but honestly, it's the best album ever. Best album ever, big claim. Big yeah. claim big well, for me, I just I I've listened to it. I occasionally listen to it now. I absolutely love it. But I just can't remember the name of the album because it's just got on a copied CD that I have. Um, oh, come on, hey, yeah, move on. Sorry. Um, someone I've been listening to quite a lot, but you guys may you probably already know them. But I really like Tame Impala at the moment. Never heard of them. Hmm. Yeah, listen to some Tame Impala. It's quite good. Tame Impala. What are they? An Indian? They're not like Tame. Yeah, quite indie, quite, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fill time whilst Jonesy eats pizza. Guys, guys, say something. Say something. Uh, I've Quick. brought up the album. So it was no. a band fast. The album is called Boxing Clever. I was addicted to it. Listened to it like last year in sixth form. Listened to it all the way through uni. But I never really spoke to, spoke to anybody about it because it's a bit left field, a bit random. But I love it. Are they on Spotify, Phil? Probably not. 
<laughs> they only did two albums and they broke up in 2005, so I doubt they've uh, signed anything up to Spotify. <laughs> How do we spell it? Um, F-A-R-S-E. They're from Birmingham, Jonesy. The only thing I've ever liked from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Fast. Boxing Clever, 2014. Yeah. They're on there. What? Boxing Clever is their album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play it for the, um, on the podcast. It's uh, not for the masses. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, we're not for the masses. We are not for the masses. We're left field too. Perhaps yeah. we can start a to my left uh, insert topic playlist on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'll put a link to it on the blog. Yeah, come then, Mig. What's your Spanish shit? <laughs> well, growing <laughs> up, um, we only had four television channels um but because my parents are foreign and Aww. i'm you know in turn foreign uh, we used to have spanish um satellite and spanish language news do you remember when spanish... they turned up at the anchorman <laughs> yes, yes. so i grew up with those guys and um and it wasn't it wasn't just spanish satellite it was literally every single european channel like rtl7 rtl5 oh, all the german was, ones uh, had naughty stuff on late at night didn't they i remember they, that from it, it wasn't even that late night it was yeah. sort of six in the afternoon as well um but no there was a channel called viva um and i didn't know it was called viva it was just a load of blue and yellow triangles from back in the day it was like a german mtv and um they used to play this it was, um, I want to call it a string quartet, um, but they're not. They're basically this, um, I guess, a band, a cover band. And they, there were just four cellists called Apocalyptica or Apocalypsis. I can never remember it. Um, I think they were, I don't know, Central or Eastern European. And they used to do Metallica covers on the cello. They all had long hair. They used to do the headbanging. And it was just immense. Um, so, yeah, it was all, all very impressive. <laughs> How do you spell apocalypse or apocalypto? It's a, a, apocalyptica or apocalypsis. I, I can never remember. What's that noise? It's the Mackay um, in the background. It is, it is. Ah, uh, Jen Jen. Classic Mackay. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we were hoping you could look after those for the next Yeah, so it's, it's, it's worth, it's worth yeah. Googling it and, or chucking it on YouTube and <laughs> trying to find out. Um, what they look like. It's it's awesome. Fair enough. Uh, why why does Jen want to be on the podcast? Um, well, she kind of already is. Uh, no. Um, well, yeah, we're at the the, the Mackay's parents' house, um, and we're, we're being kicked out. So I'm now standing outside. Awkward. <laughs> <Good. laughs> Live on the podcast. <laughs> Is it because of your behaviour? Are you going to be yeah. driving home live on the podcast as well? <laughs> um, I, I might have to. All right, Jason, what was your random band then? My random band, Steve L. We've already gone, talked about it, remember? Oh, yeah, it was so boring, I forgot. Uh... <laughs> right. So I'm going to start this. I'll listen to Farce. And try yeah, Jason, and... you'll hate it. Tommy might quite like it, but Jason, yeah. you will hate it. Yeah. Quickly, the recommendations are Fast, Steve Earl, Megan Tom, Tame Impala, Tame Impala, Apocalypto, Apocalypto. I uh, I actually think Tom's is quite mainstream because I've definitely heard of Tame Impala. Aren't they yeah, like they, some sort of quite... D- they're DJs, aren't they, or something? No, they're quite indie. Anyway. Listen enough. to it now. If we edit it in jonesy when you uh, do the edit yeah no problems 
Oh, talk. Little sample. We we're down to three, by the way. We are. And then there were three. We're like Rod, yeah. Jane, and Freddie. You could be Jane, Phil. Uh, I got a uh, topic actually that I wrote down about a month ago when I was last on the podcast. Yes, Phil, go ahead. I've actually. So I can't remember what we were talking about on the podcast a few weeks ago, um, but it was about admiring some bloke for what he'd done, and I was saying that you know, as a heterosexual man, mm. you got to have your odd. Uh... Is Tommy still there? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah, 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 it's still it. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a heterosexual man, you still have to, you still have your um, man crush. Mm. Oh yeah. So right now. So for the benefit of me, who's just joined, my topic of the week is who is your man crush and why. And uh, we'll try and keep it brief. But I know I'll, I'll go, I'll go with um, mine for quite a few years. It's been Dave Grohl because I think he's a legend. No, he does good music. I really enjoy his music, and he seems like a nice guy. And he seems like he's doing all he can to sort of not be like modern celebrities and pop stars, if that makes sense. You know, like falling off the stage, breaking his leg, making sure the fans still got a show at all costs. You know, rather than cancelling and doing just general things like that. I think generally he's a he's a good guy. But I, I could be wrong. I don't know him personally, but he seems to me to be a good guy and a bit of a legend. I think you make a lovely couple. <laughs> Thanks, man. As I said, uh, heterosexual man crush. This is a. Uh, uh, You'd be the bitch. Strip. You would definitely. Be Did he put his ring on your finger? Uh, I well, I my first port of call would be asking him to cut his hair off because I don't like long greasy hair. But otherwise, yeah. Oh. Uh, I reckon I know who Jonesy's is. <laughs> Go on. I know Miggy's is. Well, all right. I think yeah, I know Miggy's. Miggy's is quite easy. If we asked this, this question in 2007, I think Jonesy's would have been Freddie Flintoff all day long. I think nowadays it might be Jimmy Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bang on. <laughs> Jimmy Anderson's one of the best looking men on the planet. Cross the mighty. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about who you fancy. I'm like who you admire. And, and it's all could, about looks with you. What he could do with yeah. a swinging ball in overcast conditions defies belief. Sometimes he's unbelievable. <laughs> can I can I predict Miguel's as well? I think Miguel's Ryan Reynolds. Sagan. No, it'd be Ryan Reynolds. Or Ryan Reynolds. Hundred percent Ryan Reynolds. Um and oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, what was it, Mig? Uh, my my, you know. Bloke love list is is probably longer than my my female love list. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> awkward. Um, <laughs> no, no, let's see your female <laughs> list. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah, I should probably tell my girlfriend. <laughs> She's well aware. So yeah. Um, <laughs> who is on your man crush list? Okay, uh, I just asked Jen who's on my man crush list, and she said who isn't on your man crush list. Um, well, no, Chris Pratt is actually on my list, so Chris Pratt is. Oh, yeah, uh, Jen, Jen said, Tell Jonesy that Jem, James 
Corden's on there. You've got no fucking Ooh. taste in men, Miguel. Christ almighty. <laughs> James Corden. Um, so a harder challenge, it seems, would be trying to guess who Tommy's man crush is. So who do you reckon, Jamesy? I reckon it's Tim from The Office. <laughs> I, re- I reckon it's Shrek. Uh, my, mine is uh, pretty pretty gay, my man crush. And well, I think we'd have a beautiful life together. I'd probably say Jack Johnson. Ooh. Pretty beautiful life we'd have together. <laughs> Surfing, playing guitar, living would in Hawaii. Would you say you're better together? <laughs> hey. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good fun there. Oh. It, it would be a brush by fairy tale. <laughs> Tommy, did you listen to the latest Adam Buxton podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear when he was talking about he went to go and see Radiohead and he was moaning that there was two people talking all the way through it? Yes. Yes. I thought of us. Yeah. I definitely thought of us. <laughs> we got shushed at a Jack Johnson concert. <laughs> talking all the way through it in about 06. <laughs> Can you guys please be quiet? <laughs> we were just cussing the whole way through. Trying to listen to Jack. <laughs> We were like, it's not that good live. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah. <no>. Venue's too <laughs> big. <laughs> I think there's a delay on the video and the speech because Jonesy just said a whole sentence while drinking his drink then on my uh, screen. It was amazing. Yeah, it was like an old school ventriloquist <laughs> act. It was awesome. Jack Johnson. Yeah, no, I, Tom. Tom's really old school with his uh, fan crush. Yeah, that's pretty nice. <laughs> He's so current. He's so current. <laughs> I and I reckon without topic. without apples being here, we need a new person to do the Auntie Apples corner to give advice. Mm, I don't know, Phil. Well, no, we don't, I've already got my own section. It should be uh, Miguel, I guess. No, but Miguel will give good advice. <laughs> it should be Phil, right? Jonesy advice then. Actually, yeah, Jonesy. <laughs> Jonesy, are you ready? Okay, go on then. could call it, what would Jesus do? And what would my dad tell you to do? Yeah, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? I'll <laughs> tell you to sit on Mount Olympus. Don't fuck with me, shove a lightning burn off your ass. Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Not far off, actually. Um, right, you ready, Jonesy? This has been written in by a listener. Ooh. Dear listener, we've had loads actually. Oh, unprecedented. Is your oh, good bag full? Bag full. Give it a shake. Got full bags. <laughs> right. It says, "Dear Auntie Apples, obviously, dear Auntie Jonesy today. Uncle Jonesy. Dear Auntie Apples. <laughs> yeah, dear Uncle Jonesy. I'm really worried about the size of my penis. <laughs> is this is this from a bill? <laughs> this is Bill Tottram from Pistol. Yeah, from Pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Ramco. Okay. Or a a Bonesy from Birmingham. Birmingham. No, I I already. Uh, my I friend can't has a very large one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I could, and I wish I could be in his shoes. I think mine is way below average. It's about two and a half inches flaccid and about four inches when erect. I know this is below the national average and I'm really depressed because of it. 
I've had sex with lot. I've had sex lots of times with about three girls. About. But they all say I have <laughs> a small are? penis. How can you have sex with about three girls? You've either had and sex this... with three girls or four girls. It was just a tip, and one of them didn't count. Ah, uh, but if you've got a small <laughs> penis, it's this. Uh, this has led to a lot of embarrassment at school with my friend. Said I'm scared to have a relationship because girls run a mile when when we move on to the next stage. I think the only solution would be to have surgery to fix it. Otherwise, I think I'll just have to give up on love. What would you do? <laughs> What's your advice? Just get really good at cunnilingus and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually quite so, be sensitive. This guy has it's taken a lot of courage to write into the podcast. Yeah, but yeah, just get good at cunnilingus. You'll be all right. It's fair enough. And smaller penis, more chance of anal. Job done. Fair enough. Um... <laughs> <laughs> is what apples would say. Yeah, I, I'm basically doing an apples impression. That is that is not my views. So I just like to clarify. <laughs> Well, that was Auntie Apples' corner. That was from a Yapples from Aork. Aork. <laughs> do you want to know what Jesus would do? Yeah, yeah. Can, can we see what would Jesus do? Or Jesus? Uh, he he probably, uh, Jesus would say, um, well, just change countries where the national average is larger. So move to Japan and then give yourself an ego boost. Ah, that's good. Can you do that in Spanish like Jesus would do? Uh, okay, what you're needing to do is to moving to Japan and um, where penis is small. Done. That's got it. I can speak Next. Spanish! Go on then, Tom. What's the sticker update? Hit us with it. Sticker update. You ready? Yeah. So I opened one live on live on podcast. Sorry, oh, live well, though, is it? Sorry. Yeah, sorry, you're going to live stick stickers into your book. Yeah, you're going to watch. Make, make oh, more noises and crumple it. Sit back and enjoy, bitches. Oh, all right, while you're doing that, okay. how many have you done? And how much have you got left to do? Uh, well, I haven't done any more than last time but I bought okay. these packs. You want to mm-hmm. know who I've got? Yeah, that's yeah. I've got Johan Kabai. Nice. Ooh, nice. I've got... <laughs> Cow, that. Leonardo Bonucci. Oh, yeah, good defender. Oh, oh no, on to a Swedish one. Oscar Hill Jamark. Oh, Miguel's there. Miguel's Oscar. there. Uh, Back on Wi-Fi. Oh, my goodness, Icelandic names are difficult. Birgir Bjarnason. Big name. Yeah. Big name. I'm a bit disappointed. Ah, oh, this is a good one. Anthony Marshall. Hey! <laughs> Marshall. Marshall. Marshall, sorry. Yeah, Marshall. Okay. Okay, ready for the next pack? Yeah. Oh, I love that Big sound. Names. I love that sound. Of the Hang pack. on, it's shiny. Get, you get five in a pack and no shiny. Yeah, I love shit. That. Shit bags. No shinies. Oh, I've got a couple of doubles. Not swapsies. Like, you get players that work well together. So mm-hmm. I've got the Romanian pairing of Cyprian Tatra and Paul Pap. 
defensive combination, <laughs> goalkeeper and defender. Why do you get two of them? Do they not? Yes, they work well together. And okay. I've got the Polish and Jakub Blaszczynowski. Good pronunciation there. Blaszczynowski. Yeah, that's him. Oh, no. I've got a double. Right. This one going out to all the uh, listeners out there. If you've got Joe Ledley, no, if you need Joe Ledley, sorry. Podcasts, listening up podcasts. Uh, Joe Ledley's Joe... got a good beard. That's like a rugby beard, not yeah, a football beard, beard, to be fair. Yeah. He, he's also got a leg that's broken in two, so I, don't, I can't see him really playing at the Euros. Uh, he's in the squad, though, still. They picked him, didn't they? Yeah, they reckon he might heal in time. He must be superhuman. Or they've got him in one of those oxygen tanks they put in Wayne Rooney one. That's good work. Marcus, who's that? I've got Mark andre Ter Stegen. Oh, German guy. Goalie. Um, Blerin Giacomiali from Switzerland. I'm, not, I'm a bit disappointed, I'll be honest. Not, I do have Jack Wiltshire in here somewhere. How much is a packet, Tom Tom? Oh, <laughs> I'd rather not say it's depressing. Is that Jack Wiltshire? Jack Wiltshire. Yeah, big names. Two England teams. I'd like to complete. How much at least were they one... in 96? About 50. Hmm? Oh, yeah, about 50p. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, no, I used to get them for like 24p a pack. Well, I'm sure it was like random like 24p back in the day for Premier League 94. Back in the day. Back in my day. Back in my day. Get in your corner, you mug. I was thinking, uh, we can't do Euro Cora because Apples isn't here, but I think for the European Championships, we should each have an elected team, which would be quite easy for, nice. t- for three of us. So Miguel obviously <laughs> will be Spain. Apples, yeah. England, because he's got the tattoos to prove it. Uh, the the <laughs> running, Wales. In, the yeah, running in joke is me, Wales. He has fallen. <laughs> yeah, Apples on holiday in Spain gets sending photos to the group of him drinking Stockwell Press cider. <laughs> Stouford Press, do you mean? No, Stouford Press. I said that, yeah. I got that <laughs> you keep calling it Stockwell yeah. Press. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like the, only, the only English pub in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pint of your finey cider, please, Barky. <laughs> he did have one sangria, sangria in his defence. Did he? He did. He did. So, um, you really feel like I'm going to choose you a team at random? Well, hang on. So, Jones is Wales, Mig Spain, yeah. and Apples is England, and I've got a random team. Well, I'm a bit German, yeah, so yeah. surely I should get German. You're a bit German? Uh, yeah, I'm an eighth German. I did not know you were an eighth German. I'm sure it's come up before. It's not that interesting. <laughs> Get out. So, so yeah. Phil's German. So, Tommy, you're the only one who's got a... Have you lived in any other European countries? Uh, no, but I've probably got a bit of Austrian in me. I, I could say Austria. lived in Scotland, but did they call love? <laughs> no, not so much. You went to Ireland the other week, yes? I've been to Ireland. I've got family in Ireland. They're just not Irish. Well, no, my uncle's Irish. So I support Ireland. Yeah, so you can have Ireland. Fair enough. That sounds good. So. Oh, actually, can I, can I have Northern Ireland instead of uh, Germany? No, you wanted Germany. Actually, no, I'm not Germany. Keep off my Irish land. <laughs> cool. So I've done. So we'll uh, check back in during the, during the championships. So, you know, it would wind apples up far more though if we gave him a different team. 
Yeah, someone like Russia. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> totally or Germany. Right. Yeah. Or Germany. Germany would wind it up. No, yeah, you got you got to give him England because he'll he'll get upset when he. Yeah, we'll tell him we could live someone else. Yeah, that'll be a treat for you, dear listeners. (laughs) The podcasts, right? Podcasts, sorry, right. So that was uh, Euro Corner and Tommy's sticker book album, which moves us on to Miguel. To my left, insert topic. Right. Uh, So we used to be young and children-like. When you were four years of age, this is a very important question, when um, somebody comes up to you and says, what is your favourite colour? So when you were four and you just joined the new school and you had to pick one colour from all of the colours in the spectrum and you've got to make the right decision, what was your favourite colour? And has it changed? I like it. Can I go? Yes. <laughs> Only because I've got a story with this. I, I, mine was always red in primary school. I used to love the colour red. And I told my music teacher that I like red. Music teacher said, nope, not allowed that. You like blue. And I was like, no, I like red. red. And he's like, no, nah, you don't. <laughs> and ever since, blue's been my favourite colour. He bullied me into liking the colour blue. It's just as well, though. I might have supported Liverpool or Man U if I'd continue to like red. I have a question. If you you liked red and you supported Bristol City, Ben. That's true. That is true. I'm going to get on with my stick as well. While you guys answer the rest of the questions. Miguel, I have a question back. Is that a prepared question? (laughs) 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 Because when asked for a subject, you've gone, what's your favourite colour? That can't be a prepared question. <laughs> You're making it up on the spot. Sure. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bullshit. I've um, actually on that sort of subject. I've been watching Making of a Murderer. There is is you got, you, you... your favourite colour? <laughs> Are we showing this evidence? <laughs> um, have you watching Making of a Murderer? I'm on episode four, so don't spoil anything for me. But. Um, oh, the that Brendan thing's Dass- so good. Uh, he kills Victoria Dass- Wood, apparently. Right, the Brendan Dassey kid. She goes, do, do you get on with your attorney? And he goes, yeah, he likes cats, and I like cats. Too. <laughs> it's my favourite animal. Brendan Dassey's <laughs> the best bit. Have you seen the bit where the cops are interviewing him in the in the room, and they're trying to abstract the information from him? Well, yeah, oh. or insert it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're just yeah, like, and the head? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what else do you do with the head? Uh, we we drew a picture of it <laughs> and the head. <laughs> uh, and the, um, That's not all you got, did. The lawyers, the lawyers investigator even went and draw what she would have looked like if she was tied to the bed. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Writing it on a statement. Um, yeah. Oh, that poor yeah, kid. Anyway. There's a real nice bit where he phones his mum and just goes, did you take WrestleMania for me? Or something like that. And he's like, oh, you're in prison for murder. Fucking forget about the wrestling. <laughs> Fuck's sake. All right. I said no spoilers. I haven't come across that bit yet. But anyway. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, JT. <laughs> become really serious um oh, was... guys i've mucked it up i've gone slightly off oh dear uh, 
Bollocks. James, what's your favourite <laughs> colour? <laughs> what's my favourite colour? Fucking hell. It's like I'm on Tinder again. Well, no, what, what was your favourite colour when you were four? My, and has it changed? My favourite colour when I was four was blue. And my favourite colour now is blue. Uh, my favourite colour was blue. And now it is red. It's the opposite to mine. And mine's red because of the mighty Bristol City. And it, yeah. Well, thank you, Miguel, really for such a comedy is going to come from this subject. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, no, we're, we're just offering the material, and then we're letting the dear listeners make their own punchlines. Apples has just said he was watching Soccer Aid. What a fucking oh. loser! Oh, it was shit. Can I do my topic? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So. Moving on from that, thank you for the debate on the colours of the spectrum, Miguel. We live in a <laughs> mixed-use world. That's very nice. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, t- Mr. Tommy, to my left, insert topic. Uh, right, first up, a little update on my topic from the last show, uh, where I talked about ginger children. Um, now I've been photographing lots of ginger children and that is why I no longer have a job. Uh, I have been arrested (laughs) for photographing ginger children, but there's loads of them. Okay. First update. Uh, now onto this week's topic is similar to Jonesy's sort of, uh, um, it's if you could have your mind, uh, wiped like men in black and, uh, it could wipe out a film that you've seen before. If you could read, Rewatch a film for the first time. Does that sort of make sense? What film would he rewatch for the first time? Oh, so it's a film you'd really like, but you'd want to watch it again for the first time. Yeah, because as much as fun as it is to to watch films again and again and again, you never get quite as much enjoyment as the first time you watched it. Mm. So if you wanted to watch a film for the first time again now, bearing in mind the, the age that you are, you can't go back to the age you were when you first watched it. Okay. Okay. Mine, mine, straight off the bat, I would probably say Usual Suspects because it's got the best twist of any film, and um, it's probably one of the best films I've ever watched. Where I've literally sat down. Spoiler. And well, no, there's a twist. There's what? It doesn't tell you <laughs> what the twist is. It's it's one of those films I've literally, and I've only done this very rarely, is sat down, reround the tape which I rented from the video shop, and rewatched it before giving it back because it was like. Holy fuck, let's string that all back together. But I think that's quite standard fare. I think if you ask a lot of people that question, they'll probably come up with that. Yeah, Nick Cage isn't in it either. I know, yeah, it's unbelievable. Or Jason Stratham, yeah. And you had that same reaction when you watched Basic Instinct. Well, I rewatched it. Yeah, but I only rewatched certain parts. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tracking mate. I had had the same thing. I had the same thing on Game of Thrones and season uh, season six, episode four, when she burnt down the house. So uh, rewatched that end scene a few times. When we lived in the mill flat, there was a, a video of wild things, which was always stuck in the same place. I used to have this amazing DVD player where you could just press A where you wanted the video to start, then press B, and it would just loop. The same bit. Oh, wicked. Over and over. Oh, Amazing. Nice. And DVD quality. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Okay. Didn't have that with VHS. <laughs> um, yeah. This is really not good. where I <laughs> thought this topic would go. <laughs> 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 it's the whiskey talking. 
Definitely. Uh, Phil? Um, right. My best... Well, all right. It's not, not quite the question, but my best first watch of a film ever, and you guys know how much I like zombie movies, but was watching Planet Terror with um, Miguel and Mex when we were students on my... Oh, we were all like... Oh. Yeah, I remember yeah we were all just <laughs> sat there. And like, Mick was just, I don't know, you know, Mick's quite an expressive person, vocally and physically. And he was just like jumping around all the sort of crazy, weird shit that happens in that film. And I I think that's one reason why I still love that film, is just because of the first watch. So I'd, lo- I'd like to first watch that again for the first time. But Mick would have to be there. But I think, <laughs> but then... My only problem, my only worry would be is that I'm, I think I'm a bit more cynical now than I was when I was that age. So I'm not sure whether we'd enjoy it quite as much. But I don't know. It was awesome. Best first watch ever. Oh, that, that scene still fucks me up. Which one? Ugh, what are you what doing? Open the door. What one? What, when she tries to open the car door and she can't use her, her hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the bit where Tarantino's dick falls off. <laughs> uh, I, I find Tarantino weird like when he does his own cameos he always comes on as a rapist and I don't get it <laughs> like, what, why <laughs> why would you always be a rapist <laughs> like is, is this like an ultimate fantasy for him does he does he need to reenact rape for some reason it's just weird I don't get it <laughs> but I like this dick falls off because he's a creep yeah <laughs> and, and like the first time when you're like yeah, she's really just put a machine gun leg and shot some people with it and then done a uh, rocket jump with it. Fucking awesome. Love that film. Uh, yeah. Anyway. My favourite bit is when you're getting all hot and bothered and uh, watching the, the two of them really start to get it on and then suddenly it just cut scenes and you're like, what? What? <laughs> I was really enjoying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a great film. Yeah, awesome film. I never miss. Great line. Oh, yeah, good choice. I think most films are improved by watching them with Mick. Mick is very good for watching films with. That should come as standard for this question. <laughs> when you re-watch the film, you re-watch it with Miguel. <laughs> they should have put a Miguel in the audience. Because <laughs> I, I, I had this idea um, like seven years ago, and I thought that it should be one of those DVD functions. You know, like director's commentary that no one ever watches. I think there's been a couple of films where I have. Um, but there should be the, um, the premiere view audience reaction. So you, 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 because like, you know, people ruin endings and people expect certain things, but the premiere supposedly is the first time that these people have seen it. It's never the case because I've been to premieres now and, and people don't even sit through the film. They just sort of turn up for the photos and fuck off out the back door, jump in their limo and go home. But what I thought premieres really have you been to, be... Miguel? Yeah, what premieres have um, you been to? <laughs> I used to work in events. So like, Someone's doing next? all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he did um, used to work in events. He opened over a million bottles of champagne while he was doing it. He did. He did. Bat. Yeah. Um, Bat. Quite a few of the Harry Potter films because they're all done in London. Um, so yeah. Get you. Yeah, everyone just fucked off out the back door. Really? Yeah. Is that a euphemism? Uh, yeah. Including including Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. Oh no, they they stayed on because there was a there was a pretty decent after party. Um, Unless they just went straight to the after party, um, but yeah. So, what was yours, Tom? Uh, similar to yours, Dust Till Dawn. I'd probably watch again. I like. Well, actually, it's kind of a mixture of the two. Good twist, Tarantino. 
Yeah, it's two films, isn't it? I love the I love the way that just till dawn is mm. like. Oh, I'm watching this film. Oh no, I'm watching uh, this I film. lost it when that happened. I didn't have a clue. No one spoiled it for me, so I really no, liked I it. Really. It wasn't even spoiled on like the trailers and stuff. Like, mm, no, I, right. it had, I didn't watch it. It wasn't spoiled. For plus, me. plus that um, that scene of Sam Hayek dancing is worthy of any film, in my opinion. Really good. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mummy. Yep. Let's, let's, let's. That's uh, mm-hmm. on the foot fetishist top ten. I don't get foot fetishes. Big, feet are horrible. Oh, I don't get Mig loves, Mig loves a foot. We used to be in the Students' Union bar of Avarice with, and hot girls would be hitting on Miguel, and he'd take one look down and be like, see you, love. <laughs> I was like, mate, beggars can't be choosers. Where are you going? Were you trying to chat him up? Yeah, Phil's got athlete's <laughs> foot really badly. He stops his homosexuality so, so much. <laughs> it was never good when your wingman did a runner because one girl had a slightly longer middle toe. <laughs> Actually, that is weird. <laughs> yeah. They say that um, the the second toe, bigger than the the big toe, is um, is someone who's sexually proficient. Really? Yeah. I've I've never <laughs> tried the theory, but uh, but yeah. My my yeah my second toe is bigger than my big toe. To be fair. Oh, nice. Were you the one that just came out with that fact? Yeah, yeah, I was the one who, yeah, I invent facts just to prove that I'm going to invent Chris Pratt in a big second toe. Um, what film would I watch again? <sighs> I, I came up with three whilst we were talking, and I've completely forgotten because the whiskey's kind of taken over. Um... But it would probably have to be The Little Mermaid. Um, I saw that in the cinema and just hearing Under the Sea for the first time blew my mind because um, it was immense. And then um, I, it was given to my sister as a Christmas present, but she got given the Spanish version. And um, Under the Sea in Spanish is oh. immense. Like, if you think Under the Sea is good. Wow, el mar. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's really worth just getting like a little bit of the chorus from YouTube and chucking it in the podcast. Cause it is awesome. Okay, I'll do that. Then that sounds amazing. Edit that in. It's so good. I'll show, I'll show it. I love Weren't we singing the... Under the Sea when we were swimming in the sea last weekend down in Wales? Uh, ooh, yeah. That's all great. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were singing it whilst we were leaving the sea. Yeah, yeah. leaving no, we, the sea. We oh, we had such a good time. Should we talk about the weekend? Yeah, yeah, we had a lovely so time in the gala. It was lovely. Podcast, it was a podcast trip away, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we had a podcast trip away. For people, yeah. uh, for our lovely listeners, just to say, the audio now of Phil is heartbreaking. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> what were you doing last weekend, Phil? Uh... Not having as much fun as us, that's what you were doing. (laughs) Yeah, I sorted out my garden, actually. I was pretty proud of my efforts. I gardened. um... Yeah, I can't really think of much else I did, to be honest. (laughs) 
Picking my favourite colour, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't get out so much, but it was good. I actually have had two Sabre weekends in a row, so I'm, you know, good good times. Good, or, or sad times. <laughs> Name of your next sex date. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sober, he sorted out my back garden. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> sad times. Yeah, sad times. <laughs> that was the running joke for the whole of the weekend. Was where everyone said anything, it would be followed with that's the name of your next sex tape. So like, ah, we, were, okay. we were sat around the campsite going, "Would you like another sausage?" And then someone going, "That's the name of your next sex tape." Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Exactly. I uh, I did explain it. I did go on one of those that that particular weekend where Tommy goes with his schoolmates to the gower. I did go one year and I um, peed in um, Bounce's mum and dad's kitchen sink because I couldn't find the toilet. So uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I don't think they let me stay again. So I would have had to account if I'd gone. <laughs> classic Phil. Classic. Yeah, classic. So, Phil, we are now exactly three weekends away from the marriage of Philip and Leanne. The countdown is on. Okay. So, Phil, we are now three weekends away from the marriage of you and your lovely fiancé. How is the preparations Mm -hmm. going? And can we, as a podcast and our podcast community, help... Relieve any anxieties? Uh, no, probably not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> well, no, but mainly because I'm not feeling particularly anxious. I'm quite happy with how everything's going. Um, although I have been thinking more and more about the thing that we should say in our speeches when we all get married so that all the others cheer when you've done it. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So I thought of getting Sherry Sherry R into a speech into the speech. Would you like to just tell our listeners what the history of the phrase Sherry Sherry R is? Yeah. So it's a bit of a weird hockey thing where before games, hockey teams huddle up into a circle, into a tight circle. Um, the captain normally says their final few sort of points they want you to remember for the game. Um, and you will bang your sticks together, and then you normally shout three, two, one, and then your team name. So, yeah, we used to shout Yatton when I was a kid because we used to play for a club called Yatton. Um, but when I went to Aberystwyth Uni, we used to go three, two, one, Sherry, 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 ah, which, or was it Ra? I don't know. I actually never knew after four years of playing for Aberystwyth Uni. Um, but it's a. La, yeah, maybe he does. Um, so I've maybe thought about trying to get that into the shoehorn that into the speech because it is a phrase that you know our hockey boys know and love. Or um, or another Abba hockey boy reference would be only fools rush in. Try and get that line in there. As in the Elvis song, was yeah, right? maybe yeah. any line from that Elvis song, yeah. Oh, yeah. gonna... <laughs> Not that <laughs> song. <laughs> song. Uh, Ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so what are those really? Jailhouse rock. See what people think. <laughs> see, see what. Well, it's up to you guys, really. <laughs> Ball and chain, we. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. 
Falls Rush In might be quite funny, but I don't know how you'd get it into a yeah, speech. Falls Rush In, how long have you been going out? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, nine years, I think it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, uh, film of the week this week was Pixels, and I don't think anyone watched it, so we're going to roll it over till next week. Yeah, I watched it. No, you didn't. You watched, I watched San Andreas it. again. Did you watch Pixels? I watched Pixels. Roll it was fucking awesome. I downloaded San Andreas, just in case. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it. You watched Pixels? Pixels isn't on... I've seen Pixels, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pixels isn't on Netflix. No, it's Sorry. on Sky Movies. Can we it's stick on, yeah, to Netflix? it's on Sky Movies. Can we stick to Netflix? It's easier. Okay, well, film of the week next week is going to be the English version of Old Boy then. So that's on Netflix. Oh, the American okay. one? Yeah, the American one with Josh Josh Thingy. And we'll discuss Pixels as well, but wait till Apples is back. Because right. I think there'll be a bit more of a... Because Apples was the one who recommended Pixels. Pixels where I think both Miguel and Tommy didn't like it. So let's wait for Apple to be back before we discuss that one. <laughs> Tommy looks actually visibly annoyed right now when we're discussing Pixels. I will watch Pixels as well. Oh, fair enough. And we need to do a little bit of a Game of Thrones chat. Uh, Tommy, is that your LD purchase of the week you're now showing to the camera? Yeah. Okay. Right, we've got one last, one last feature this week. We've got Tommy's LD purchase of the week. And uh, for the look of it, you've brought a... Book. Yeah, it's a kids' book. It's a kids' book that you can put your hands through, and you have furry the furry legs of a spider. It's called Incy Wincy Spider, and I'd like to read you a couple of pages. Yeah, Incy Wincy Spider. You getting getting cozy, getting ready for bed? Oh, he wears a helmet in bed. That's cute. <laughs> Sliding and jumping. Spinning and bumping. The bugs have fun at the flower bed playground. What? Watch Incy Wincy Spider jump and bounce the highest. Woo! Woo! Um, Wiggle Incy Wincy's legs and make him jump on the bouncy flower. Good, right? This is written uh, by... It's a bit uh, creepy. It's a bit pretty creepy. high standard. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't like... Is it me or is it creepy? It's creepy. It's really Creepy. Okay, unfortunately, that's all the time we've really got for this bit. week on Two My Left in Search of It podcast. Running and racing. Thank you very Keeping much for sticking with us. And uh, it's good night for Big Phil. Fair enough, 12 times. Good, good night for Diving Big Phil. Splashing. It's good night for Miguel. Good night. And we'll leave you with Tommy Linda. Good night, guys. <laughs> Story time. Jiving <Yeah. laughs> and dancing, jiggling and prancing. Incy. Wincy Spider is the best dancer of all. He wiggle into Wincy's legs and make him dance. The end.